0: And just as a reminder to everyone listening, this podcast is not a substitute for any mental health consultation. You may go to mindcareclub.org to book an appointment with any of our first step providers to get an initial assessment or to any of our mental health providers of choice. For emergencies, MindCare Club is not an emergency service. If you or a loved one are facing a mental health crisis or emergency, please call an ambulance, Lifeline 16911, Lifeline 16911. Or proceed to the nearest emergency room. No, when you're feeling lonely, sad, uh, you know, and your mood is low, you're not alone. You, you, you know who's with you? Your trillions of microbiomes in your stomach. <laughs> Welcome to the Mind Care Podcast, where we talk about today's most relevant issues on mental health and wellness.
1: We are your hosts, Ben and Janine, and in celebration of Nutrition Month, uh, we first had lunch before filming this episode. So, Ben, Absolutely. can you tell me what you had for lunch? <laughs>
0: Oh, I had chicken and some fiber supplements and some kangkong Ooh. and rice. Also wow,
1: healthy. I'm so embarrassed to share mine.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I had a bit better. Of, you know?
1: Yeah, I had um, pork adobo, but then I also mm-hmm. had random food on the side. Like I did have one cookie because I was craving that today, but that's Ooh. okay. Yeah, so we had lunch and we are full and ready to start and introduce our host today, right? So today we have Awa from Life with Awa. She has an IG and thread. She's an entrepreneur and is a plant-based lifestyle advocate who is here with us to share her journey with food and how it's helped her mental health. In addition to that, we also have Patrick A. Ong Ante, who is a registered psychologist and clinical director, founder of SOLACE Center for Cognitive Behavioral Therapy. He is one of two psychologists in the Philippines holding a diplomate from the Academy of Cognitive Behavioral Therapies. Among many of his achievements in the field of CBT, he has taken up an online training program, CBT for Eating Disorders at the Center for Research on Eating Disorders of Oxford University. He was also the psychologist consultant of the Weight Management Center of St. Luke's Medical Center in Quezon City. So thank you so much to the both of you for joining yes, us thank today. You.
0: It's a pleasure. Thank for you for joining us.
2: Thanks for
1: having mm-hmm. us. Uh, so today, uh, we will be talking more on food, our relationship with food and how it's connected to mental health. I hear that you have a lot of um, stories, Noawa.
2: Yes. In terms of how I started? Yes. Sure. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, honestly, I started as a dare for my brother. That was about six years ago. and. Before that i was having a lot of health issues i was having really bad allergies hyper acidity i was hypertensive you name it i had it <laughs> and every month i was always sick i had the flu or um i had like a cough or a cold and it just got to the point where you know i really wanted to take action and do something about it because i felt it was really affecting me not just like physically but also emotionally and so Um, my brother and I watched um, the show and uh, he also talked to me about this book of Dr. Esselstyn and he said, why don't you try it? Like, 14 days and after that, I, I really felt different, I felt good and I slowly transitioned, like, being a flexitarian first and you know, I was kind of just dabbling with the idea because I really love food, I cook everything and I really enjoyed, you know, trying new things and tasting different things. But when I saw that I felt again, you know, not so good about my health, I decided to really just go for it and it just snowballed from there. Um, I feel like it also changed my relationship with food. So it's very fun and exciting because I love the
1: Oh, that's amazing. Yeah, um, could you explain what a flexitarian is for those who don't understand?
2: Okay, so uh, flexitarian basically is somebody who does adapt a plant-based diet from time to time, but they're not necessarily giving up um, meat. So they're flexible about it.
1: Oh, Okay, so when you adapted this, how did you feel like it really affected your mental health like the state it was before and then after?
2: Yeah, I think one of the most important things I noticed was my stress management and also, you know, like physically, when you don't feel comfortable, when you don't feel good, it affects how you see yourself or how you feel about yourself. And I really wanted to do something and take action because nobody really could fix that but me, right? And so the more I saw results, the more I felt good, um the more I saw that I wasn't feeling inflamed or having brain fog the more it really just encouraged me to continue and I feel I would say much happier as a person all in all because I feel like it's one of the best things I did for myself
1: oh that's wonderful when did you start this again so this was
2: about six years ago but before Mm -hmm. that like I ate everything
1: Right. And then I think there's also scientific basis, no, Bennett and uh, Papa, regarding yeah. how these foods can help us with our our physical and mental health.
3: Yeah, definitely, um, Dr. Janine. So this anecdote, no, this story is about when they begin to change the way they eat, you know, move their lifestyle towards a healthier um, set of food, no, a healthier eating. There's a corollary, you no, know, um, experience of the well-being becoming better you know feeling good feeling not just better about um, i mean physically but also emotionally and you know our incidentally it's not really just about accomplishing things you no, know, like usually you feel good because oh I, i'm getting healthier and i'm i'm feeling um less symptoms in terms of uh illnesses that i've been i usually mm-hmm. experience there's also something happening, you know, um, uh, and it has something to do with the connection of our gut, you know, our, our, our bio, microbiome in our, our gut system and our brains. You know. um, so there's a, you know, there's a growing uh, scientific basis, you know, and uh, more and more, you know, the field of neuropsychiatry, I, I mean, uh, nutritional psychiatry is showing us that indeed, you know, the food we take has the same impact on our moods. Uh, as uh, psychopharmacological treatment, like medications. No?
0: Yeah. Uh, the reason being is our uh, our
3: microbiome.
0: No? Yeah. Um, to make the long story short, basically what happens is um, our mind or our brain is connected to our gut. So there's a direct connection to that, the vagus nerve. It's the longest nerve from the brain, and it's connected to the gut. And then our microbiome, according to Dr. Tracy Marks, um, is around 3 pounds Heavy, just as awesome. heavy as our brain, so that's very interesting. So they have a uh, direct line of communication through this vagus nerve, and apparently, they found that the gut bacteria of people with depression and anxiety are different from people without. And so yeah, yeah. it seems like it seems um, there is really a biological
3: there is a correlate r- to it. Yeah, real biological, you know um, connection. Mm-hmm. Um, this is an interesting fact i i, I was reading up you not know, to just prepare for this uh forum and there was this interesting note apparently when we were just multicellular beings you know in, in the wombs of our mothers <laughs> the the cells that eventually grow as our gut our intestinal our digestive system and brain they come from the same set of uh, cells so even then they're really connected no um and even now no as, as as it has now developed into its own systems no the nervous system and the, the digestive system they're very connected
0: thank you for sharing yeah that. that's really yeah. our know, when
3: you mentioned uh when you began to eat better thanks mm-hmm. to your brother no, uh <laughs> it, it's not uh it's not a coincidence that suddenly you felt happier and um the Thing what's what's happening there? I don't know. Sorry, Bennett, I want to just share this if it's Go okay. Ahead. No? What happens is usually we know for a fact, ba, that you said nga, Bennett, that the microbiome in our intestines, in our digestive system, is almost as heavy or heavier than our brain. Is Around as heavy. Because essentially there are trillions of microbiomes, right? Not just bacteria, hmm. viruses, and fungi. Alam ko. And nga, I, I, I always Say no to, to people who are starting to eat healthy and they begin to feel good, no, na, it's really because you're not alone. No, when you're feeling lonely, sad, uh, you know, and your mood is low, you're not alone. You, you, you know who is with you, your trillions of microbiomes in your stomach, <laughs> and they play a role in how you will feel. So, if you treat them well, this is what happens if you treat them well, meaning if you feed them the right food. No, the proper food which is what your brother suggested for you to do oh, and suddenly the microbiome no uh, the good bacteria the good microorganisms there begin to help your body function better mm. in terms of your brain it allows your body to produce the sorry for this term the doctors here would, would become you know would be able to explain this better the neurotransmitters no, they are the chemicals that uh, are, are they influence our mood no? so if you your microbiome, uh, if you're eating bad food, then the, the bad bacteria and uh, uh, microorganisms actually grow. They overwhelm the, the good uh, microbiome, then that now disrupts your capacity uh, mm-hmm. produce for your body to produce the neurotransmitters. And the neurotransmitters are important in maintaining and sustaining our, our mood. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
2: And, Sorry, I think it's important also to stress that just because you're a vegan or a vegetarian, it means that you're healthier. I can be a vegan and be super unhealthy because I'll just eat like French fries or Oreos. (laughs) Um, So so it's more about the quality of your food and really understanding the relationship of what these nutrients do for your body on like a micronutrient level, right? And when you combine that also with the effects of practicing you know, such a good habit, your sleep quality is also affected. Okay. So you feel more rested. Mm-hmm. I remember I was always having brain fog and I was always stressed out. And um, when I switched to whole food plant-based, I really saw the shift, even with my energy um, mm. at the gym, when I work out, like I was running longer and faster. I was lifting heavier and, You know, it really just felt like it made sense to me. But at the same time, it's also from a very personal experience because you have other people who don't really look into what their body needs. So they just do this crash diet or they jump right into it and they feel weaker or other side effects like people, you know, with hair fall. And uh, I think what's important is for you to understand what works for me doesn't necessarily work for everybody because everybody is different
3: yeah I'd, I'd like to highlight that no there's no one way of eating that will make you happy essentially if, if you're if you get into a uh, system of dieting no? and then your mindset is okay this diet is the only thing that will make me happy that's when problems begin to appear because no? So you're being rigid about um, your, your food intake no? and that can actually take a toll on us too because that will put us in a stress state all the time. Right. And you know, when stressed, what happens? No? Uh, do you know that it takes just a few minutes for you to be stressed for the microbiomes in our digestive system to change? So in other words, you know, our friends there are trillions of friends there in in our stomach. Yeah. The home that we're creating for them there inside our, our digestive system yeah, shouldn't yeah. be in a stress state. So usually, when you're in a stress state, you're creating a home that's not homey or yeah, it's not ideal for them.
2: But, uh, yeah. And the oh,
3: tendency okay. is to eat like junk food.
2: Yeah, right. exactly. <laughs> stressful yeah. situation yeah. so for me parang so, I want something truth. sweet or like uh, Ay, so I and the then something fried or like a pizza the but after yeah. I feel so sluggish
3: in yes. <laughs> 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 mm-hmm. vicious cycle no Lalo na with, mm-hmm. uh, we see this a lot now with our clinically depressed clients now mm-hmm. and in with my own bouts with depression to to uh, it's usually when you're depressed, when your mood is low, but then suddenly you want to reach out to this uh, junk food, lahat yan, pizza, lahat na. my god, So uh, crispy pata, whatever it is, no, um, we're not saying these foods are wrong. No? It's just that um, when you, along with these foods, are actually uh, processed no uh, things that would makes them processed food, know, so, and that's what's bad for us, no? and even sugar, no, and when we do take that. When we're depressed, we feel like we're healing our depression. Parang, okay, moment of relief there, or you know, distraction. Food therapy. Oh, food therapy. But unfortunately, when you take in ito mga junk food, you know, ito foods that are not really healthy, you know, that disrupt our, our digestive microbiome, they actually cause more harm. The problem there is they cause more harm, then we feel all the more are, are depressed you know, and our mood is lower which makes us all the more want to reach out to this food. So, kaya, yun yung vicious cycle. Uh, Kaya, magugulat ka, no, na katuloy dyan sa'yo, Awa, no, right? Uh, It's not really surprising when you began to change yung eat healthier food, slowly -hmm. let go of this food that is harming -hmm. our brains. Uh, Yun, nagbabago talaga yung mood.
2: Correct. -hmm. And I think nakatulong din kasi yung beauty standards is so um in your face these days, Deba. Right? I mean, I remember growing up seeing some of the magazines you have to be like a certain way or be like sexy and everything. Um, but I think that aspect alone is something uniquely women carry for some reason. <laughs> we care a lot about, you know, our weight and I've I've been on yo yo diets also and, you know, it was more Same. mentally interesting. Kasi parang, you, you're putting so much pressure on yourself that parang, okay, day one, start again. And then like parang cheat days and all that. So yung becoming a vegan for me was really a, a conscious decision. Kasi sabi ko, it makes sense. Not only does it help me feel good physically, but also parang the more I researched about the effects of consuming dairy products or meat, um and how it affects the environment, like, I really just didn't want to be a part of it. Pero, you can't solve the world's problems, ¿verdad? So you can only do Mm-mm. what you can within, you know, your your circle of influence or even just with yourself. But I also wanted to enjoy the process of it because that mm-hmm. helps feeling good mm-hmm. about doing something. It makes sense, ¿ver? A lot of people say, oh, I can't do that. Even me before, I said, I would never go vegan because I love cheese. Diba? And <laughs> gusto ko palagi may itlog ako for
0: breakfast. <laughs> you know, so, like uh,
2: scrambled eggs. Oh my gosh, that was my favorite. But and eventually you realize kaya naman pala. And it just, yeah. you know, it make, made sense for me and you you have to go at your own pace without, Mm-mm. you know, adding more guilt because we do have that tendency na parang, oh, I, I cheated or something like that. And um, I think I, mentally, there was a lot of stress yeah. related like, to, like, eating.
3: Yeah. yeah. So, you know, so, I guess it's important you know, when you're trying to uh, you know, become more healthy, you know, and you're trying to change your lifestyle, like,
0: Mahalaga
3: mm-hmm. the mindset that you bring oh. in into the whole process. You know? because like what you said, our wife, Somehow, there's this huge pressure na, to be a certain shape and a certain yeah. weight uh, and it takes time to get there no, and sometimes it's impossible to get there for your own wow. your body and your physiology, mm-hmm. right? But the more mm-hmm. every time you, you eat, somehow that's the pressure essentially, talagang nilalagay mo yung buong katawan mo in a stress state. And remember, our, our friends, there the trillions of microbiomes. They hate it when we are stressed no? and they, you know, they begin to die off and then the bad bacteria overwhelm them. Kaya, totoo naman. Kaya, a lot, siguro, the important thing here, you know, that's why a lot of us psychologists tell people who want to change their lifestyle around food is to do it compassionately, no? with a lot of self-compassion. So, not compassion for the food, that our favorite food. No? So But more compassion for ourselves as we engage no, in the diet that uh, we're trying out.
2: Yeah, Chakaka say I think in the beginning, a lot of people focus on what they have to give up. Bawal mm-hmm. ganito. So, it's, mm-hmm. it feels so restrictive. Pero I always tell people, try mo lang, dagdag ka lang ng gulay or eat more fresh fruits and vegetables. Try different things. If you see a new fruit or parang di mo pa natikman yung gulay, try mo lang, add ka lang ng add. So, there yeah. no, there's over 300,000 varieties of fruits, vegetables, nuts, seeds, legumes, grains, oh, and things. And
3: to think yeah. that that's what's recommended. That's like the rainbow. Yeah. The
2: mm-hmm. yeah. and, Awa, that's a
3: great mm-hmm. idea. And it's not the mindset, too, should be in uh, mm-hmm. ganon Think of the positive. Okay. Bring your attention to the positive.
2: Correct. Uh, and that. I think understanding why you're doing it, why it makes sense to you, is so important. Mm-hmm. The yeah. it. Um, some people will challenge you, some people will not understand it, but yeah. also a lot of people will be supportive because it has such a good effect on you, right? And yeah. I, I have to say, like when you said, be compassionate with yourself and you know, extend that kindness to to yourself, it also trickles to you know, the outside, other aspects around your life you know because when you when you feel better you you look better your mood is better so your interaction with the people around you is even much better right it's not mm-hmm. always perfect but parang yung yung pag adapt stress it was so much better after like switching
1: mm-hmm. yeah i just have to share you know what the moment you said try to add um these vegetables but i automatically felt happier just hearing that rather than having the typical or traditional mindset of restrict or subtract foods yeah. from what we usually eat. But just the this idea of that gives me more hope in terms yeah. of how to have a relationship with food. It's additive rather than subtraction.
2: Also yeah. I think people take for granted the pleasure of eating and really mm-hmm. understanding that act because it's 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 such a present moment situation Mm-mm. but people do you can do, so do about do
3: meditation ba, awa, or or yoga yeah. or mindfulness yeah. practice yeah yes. yeah because there's yeah, so yeah that's really yeah. important
2: understanding like the, the the process of eating something mm-hmm. because food what i love about it it's also a time machine you'll remember things from your childhood when you smell mm-hmm. something when you taste something the and, and that will
3: add to the experience of the, the enjoyment of the food, no? Yeah. Correct.
2: So when you understand that there's actually so much pleasure in that and it's an act of self-love, you just yeah. feel so good about yourself because you're giving that to yourself. And when Instead others of, see that effect, parang, you know, the din sila. Yeah. Every time I'm with my friends, they're really very supportive about it and mm-hmm. they want to try, you know, the new things I'm coming up with or cooking. And pwede That's usually the reaction,
1: True. Yeah. I have a question because so sometimes we have this misconception that eating healthy, diba, it might be a bit more expensive. How can you? know. What can you suggest for the people who um, would want to try out uh, this kind of eating habit?
2: You know, that's really such a big misconception uh to be a vegan or go plant-based is expensive. But it's only expensive if you buy, you know, you ultra-processed things. And I really encourage people, go to your palenque go to the market and look at everything. Uh-huh. You know, look at the colors and the fresh produce. Smell it, try it. Um, uh-huh. A lot of my groceries, it's uh, fresh things. And it doesn't cost so much. And You know, people also worry about, oh, but where do you get your protein and, (laughs) you know, all of that. But tofu is so cheap, right? Mm -hmm. And and I can feed, you know, a family of six with just like 50 pesos.
1: (laughs) Mm -hmm. Yeah, but we we tend to neglect legumes also, The bad that also has a lot of protein. Correct. Correct. So
2: legumes are... A source of protein but they're not a full source of protein so i would really encourage more of eating you know good quality tofu because there are studies that they also prevent cancer and no they don't cause men to have boobs or <laughs> um, create some disruption in uh, their testosterone that's not true that's a common you know myth
1: mm-mm, mm-mm. Yeah, what I really like about this topic is that as you said, eating is a shared experience among all of us. Like food is there throughout our life, through the good and the bad. And I think this is a lot of this is what a lot of us struggle with sometimes is because we go into the world with misconceptions and sometimes with a diet culture that we misunderstand, right? Mm-hmm. Um and I guess because we have this kind of experience, I'd like to ask you, um, how like for practical suggestions on how we can focus on for example the why or how we can start on this mindfulness journey so that we don't go through the typical uh binge and restrict cycle that people usually go through
2: um i think from just speaking from personal experience i really took a hard look at myself because i was really uncomfortable and i didn't feel good and i knew it was really up to me to make that decision and change. So, you know, I didn't want anything drastic, like, oh, I have to be super skinny. Like I'm a juicy girl, it's not gonna change. And I love it, I've learned to embrace that fact and just nourish myself because I want to, right? I saw the effects of what going on a vegan diet did for me. And I think when you understand and recognize that you're doing something loving for yourself. It changes everything.
1: Mm-mm. Okay. And throughout your journey, has there ever been a time that you felt um, physical hunger because of the adjustments you had to make?
0: Stay tuned for part two of this episode.
1: Pagka-kumain
3: ka ng sugar, either candy or any form of sugar, soon after, there's this urge to drink again. Something mm-hmm. sugar to eat again, something sweet.
1: Just a reminder to everyone listening, this podcast is not a substitute for any mental health consultation. You may go to mindcareclub.org to book an appointment with any of our First Step providers to get an initial assessment or to any of your mental health providers of choice.
0: If you found this podcast helpful, please follow us on social media. We are Mind Care Club on Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube. Please share this episode with your friends. Follow Cared Podcast on Spotify and hit the bell button so you can be updated if we have new uploads.